Welcome to the first episode of Season 2 of With Joe Weeby. I am your gracious host, Joe, the doorman, and I'm very excited. So if you're not aware, the format has slightly changed. This, the plan is still the short, bite-sized and daily uh, content, but as a reminder, the theme is more tied to education and learning, which you will try and talk about practical learning, education, uh, the way it is now, and careers and building careers. But obviously, inevitably, that leads us always to talk about uh, some practical philosophy. Now, I'm very delighted to have Luke, a close friend of mine, um, to be a sort of co-host and anchor for me uh, with the podcast. Um, why? Because uh, I notice he has a particular proficiency for listening and question asking, and um, I think he has a big future in this platform. Uh, also, his curiosity is just incredible, and that's very symbolic for this season because what we'll talk about a lot is how fundamental curiosity is to learning how it can overpower all the other obstacles that people like you and me normally have in place about what we can do, who we can become, where we can grow. Uh, so you'll you'll hear him in this first uh, batch of episodes. We unpack a bit about what the season will be about in the first eight or so, eight or so episodes. The audio quality will not be amazing, um, but this does improve in later episodes. Uh, but never... That, uh, what is it they say? Never let perfect get in the way of good, you know, and done is better than perfect. I'm butchering this. Anyway, I'll let you get into today's episode. And remember, as always, that the best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others. There's a bunch of points here, Joey. Yeah. And essentially, I was wondering, do you sit down? Do you sit down in one session and kind of go through these or... Um, basically, how does it come together, mate? Yeah, I sit down and dump it all out. And because of the notion layout that you're looking at, I rearrange them if I think they fit together thematically. Uh, motivation for this was uh, wanting to kind of articulate somewhat holistically, a bit assertive to say it this way, but the truth about learning. Right. Because I feel like we are so um burdened by assumptions about education and learning right now we have so much vestigial stuff like stuff that's no longer relevant that we've embedded into our education system and about what we think is important and i wanted to try and articulate because there's so many ideas and there's pieces of this puzzle um yeah. that that makes sense to me because of what i've read what i've experienced and then therefore what my philosophy has become about this about talent about ability about whether you can improve or not or, or ev everything to do with like, you know, ability, progress and, and learning and, and where you can go with that. And so I yeah. wanted to try and encapsulate it all in one stream um, yep. so that people could, if they listen to I, the thinking was, if they listen to this, even if they didn't absorb it all in, they would get the gist. Yep. And then if you agree to like a lot of these ideas I've dumped out here, and I tried to sequence them and batch them in themes so that it might make a bit more sense, like learning yep. how to learn or, um, you know, psychology, um, anything like that, that it would really reshape how you thought about and did things in your life. Because you, you know, from someone might go from this job versus that job because they think I'm not, I've got no experience doing that thing. 
Yeah. Right. I'm not going to become a telco salesperson. I'm going to stay at JB Hi-Fi because I don't have experience doing that. And you can't do something you don't have experience in. Right. Assumption. Assumption. Are you referring to their belief about their ability to learn or? Yeah. Well, in, in that instance, think about that instance, you, you take someone like that who, you know, for me, you know, that, that assumption would be very poorly, a poorly placed assumption that like, you know, you don't need, you just need to be passable in something until you get enough experience to become competent in it. And you can really get a lot better at almost anything because a lot of people have learned a lot of things from scratch and become high performers in them. Sometimes you actually more likely to be a high performer if you've got got no kind of um, rigid teaching. Because mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of teaching delivers the old assumptions. That's sometimes the trick with teaching. Yeah. Um, just like your parents give you advice that makes sense for their generation and era, but not so much for yours. So the the ramifications of that are ma- major because you taking that job, the more challenging job versus the simpler job. You think about the compounding impact and the second order effects and the thousand doors, if you will, of taking a more mm-hmm. challenging job. You can yep. keep climbing the steps. Whereas the alternative where you never go for anything that's outside your comfort zone, you always stay on the same step your whole life. So how we think about education and learning has major implications for how our lives go and how we, and what beliefs we give our children and what an example we set there for what becomes embedded in the culture. Whereas, Mm. yeah, that's why I feel like, that's why I thought about this in this way and dumped it all out. And over yeah. a couple of sessions, yeah, brain dumped okay. it, reviewed books, got the ideas from books, put them here together because uh, that's, it's trying to, trying to give the most holistic viewpoint of education there's been because there's so many great books and so much content, but people can't go consume. You know, yeah. I, I'm interested in the space. So I read every book. But yeah, a, par- yeah, yeah. a parent or uh, someone, you know, running their own startup or whatever is yeah. not going to go consume every book in, in the space. So even though it's still a lot of content, trying to put it in one place. So this is basically to condense a bunch of the work you've done over the past. Well, how long, how long is this take? Is this an accumul- accumulation of years of knowledge in this space or is this more recent? It would be. I guess accumulating the experiences and, and, and understandings of things, there's no beginning and end, obviously. Like for yeah. in some on some level, I've been gathering this my whole life yeah, consciously, yeah, yeah. just like you have yeah. gathered. But yeah, particular concentration on the last 18 months has been the ma- major concentration of this. Uh, it definitely took a major step up when COVID hit, when I started doing the, yeah, started working on 18 and lost which then led to the constant student and so forth. I think this is, from my perspective, it's very important because a lot of people hold false beliefs about their ability to learn, which is massive. So like, for example, you're explaining people don't take that step because they believe they can't because they have certain beliefs about their ability to learn that holds them back. Would you say that's fair? Absolutely. It's very rarely reality that holds you back only your yeah. ideas. There's yeah. a, there's this teaching about how you train an elephant in the circus and how you train an elephant in the circus. One day it'll be bigger than you. 
So how do you, how do you get something to obey you that's bigger than you? And what they do, they, from what I've read, they condition it from a very young age with a circle. And so they draw a circle and when it steps outside the circle, they shock it or something right. like that, or they whip it. Yeah. And so it's staying inside the circle. It's being kept there by, you know, that stimulus. Like it doesn't want right. to get, doesn't want to get the pain. And then over time you take away the whip or the shock and the elephant stays in the circle. It's no longer imprisoned physically. It's imprisoned. It stays in the circle because of fear. And there is no reality holding the elephant there, only the yeah. elephant's reality. And yeah. every single human being is exactly the same, even you or I. We, we hold beliefs around what we can and can't do. At the moment, I believe that I can't fly, for example. <laughs> yeah. And almost every other person agrees with me. But yes. that might be a false belief. <laughs> like it's very unlikely, but it could be a false belief. And so the interesting thing about what, you, what you've just prompted is that you you have no reason to actually lock these ideas in place no you don't need to lock them in i'm not going to go test this assumption that i can fly there's too much <laughs> risk i hope you the don't. asymmetric risk to upside right i have yeah. nothing really to gain by testing that i'm very content with my life now without flying if there was a safe way though i would test it and which is like always being open to possibilities but you don't need to lock in the idea that you're not good enough you're not an entrepreneur I'm not a writer, you know, everyone, these are the things people say to me all the time as yeah. they're convenient excuses. And I, and they say that, and I go, says you, you have no reason uh, that you need to draw this fixed line that you are not X or Y. You could be X. You could be Y. You choose not to. And yeah. why did you choose it? Have you chosen it for a good reason? All right. Not everyone needs to be an entrepreneur. That's fine. But don't, no, but you don't, can't just accept blindly accept the reason you associated to it right like exactly well why why not like you gotta you gotta stick it up to a few lines of questioning as opposed to just like i am not this but why is is that what you're kind of yeah. referring to it's like why it's because you're potentially scared of going out of your comfort zone yeah normally exactly. a big exactly. cause well not only that but humans are so vulnerable to sunk cost so you'll invest right. you'll invest years of your life doing a particular thing and then find a narrative to justify how you spent those years. Does that make sense? Like I spent yeah. 10 years being a doctor, uh, studying to become a doctor. No, no, no. I really want to be a doctor for this reason and that reason, because I can't do this entrepreneurial stuff, you know, not mm. to, not to say that that's, I'm not trying to say everyone who's studying medicine should be an entrepreneur. I'm just giving an no, example no. around. Yeah. A lot of people can create this narrative because the idea that they could have just done it the whole time is such a violation of, you know, who they are. It's such a slap in the face to think this um, whole time I could have been doing that. No, I chose this path because I'm not capable of that stuff. So it, you create this yeah, need to defend this position. About like your decision. It's a lot scarier to like front the reality that maybe that's not the case. Yeah. Like you could have, you could have essentially gone down any path realistically well, then there's the counterpoint, which is the also, which is the excuse. It can also be an excuse to say, yeah, I could do that. I could do this, but I never go do it. And there's also that, which is probably, I would resonate with that from when I wanted to be a filmmaker when I was leaving high school, yeah. because you have this, this scary reality. I have to put myself out there and what I make might be imperfect. Therefore that's, that's pretty terrifying. Cause then this idea I have that I've built up 
this fantasy of like seeing myself getting the Academy Award, you know, at the age of yeah. the age I am now, 20, 27 or something like that, like really young, you know, mm. this, this image I have that I, that's me, that's my identity, but it's not real. And so when I have to test myself, when I have to test myself by actually taking the first steps, if I find out I'm not good enough, what does that say about this idea I have of myself that I'm going to be this ultra successful in inverted commas person. And so that I could go and do it. I could go and do it is what a lot of people say when they don't want to take those steps where they might get the feedback that they, they have to put themselves out there. Mm. And so they never open that door because that, that first door is uh, the first door, which you must go through to get there scares them. <laughs>